The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday from Christ the King Sunday, the last Sunday of the church year, from Ezekiel chapter 34. We're looking at verses at verses 11 to 13a and 24b, where it says, For this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I myself will search for my sheep and look after them, as a shepherd looks after his scattered flock, when he is with them, so will I look after my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places where they were scattered on a day of clouds and darkness. I will bring them out from the nations and gather them from the countries. I, the Lord, have spoken. My dear friends in Christ, well, whenever I talk about the prophet Ezekiel, I talk about how he is a prophet who served the people of Judah, the southern kingdom of Judah, at the same time as the prophet Jeremiah. And they had different circumstances. This was the time of the Babylonian captivity. And, well, Jeremiah served the people who were left behind in the land of Palestine after the temple was destroyed, after Jerusalem was destroyed. And Ezekiel, he was one who was taken into that exile, and he ministered to the people who were carried off into the exile. But now the people that he was serving, some of them had this false view, this erroneous view, thinking that someday they'd be allowed to go back to the promised land, and when they got back, they'd find that the temple was still standing and that everything was, was wonderful there. But, well, the Lord inspired Ezekiel to write this letter partially to let them know their faulty thinking, to let them know about God's judgment. What had happened to God's people is Largely, they had been led astray by unfaithful shepherds. Their spiritual and government leaders who were leading them to largely just go after life's sinful pleasures and treasures instead of following after God. Now, these were the, the judges, the priests, the government rulers, the prophets, they, they were misleading the people, pointing them in the wrong direction. And, well, because they were doing that, because they led the people astray, and because the people followed them, well, God wouldn't be God if he didn't do what he said he was going to do. He said, if you rebel against me, if you reject me, I'm going to send discipline or punishment on you. And that's tragically what God had to do. He had warned them repeatedly, but they failed to listen. And God was faithful to his word. He did send the discipline or judgment on the people, the 
Babylonian exile did take place while in the northern tribes they were carried off in by the Assyrian nation when they defeated the northern kingdom. But remember what God would really always rather do. God doesn't really want to send his judgment. What God wants to do is he wants to bless. He wants to be gracious and forgiving. Our Lord does not want anyone to perish. That's his desire. And it's amazing and wonderful to see what all God was ready to do for the Jewish people and for us because of his strong desire that we don't perish. Our Savior, our Shepherd King, he keeps searching for lost sheep. He keeps on reaching out for lost sheep and lambs to bring them back into his believing family so that they can enjoy his grace and love. Well, what stands out in this chapter of Ezekiel is just the, the tremendous efforts that our God is ready to go through in, in order to search for us, in order to reach us. The Lord says here, I myself will search for my sheep and look after them. As a shepherd looks after his scattered flock when he is with them, so will I look after my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places where they were scattered on a day of clouds and judgment. I will bring them back from the nations and gather them from the countries. Well, since Israel's shepherds, the spiritual ones, the government ones, since they were leading the people astray, since they weren't doing what God called them to do, what God says is that he's personally going to step in and take care of things. He's going to make sure that they are reached. And, and maybe just let's look at that passage I just read and see how many times God says, I will in that section. I myself will search for my sheep and look after them. I will look after my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places where they were scattered. I will bring them out from the nations and gather them from the countries. And now when he's talking about oh, searching for his sheep there, what he's primarily talking about back at that time is, well, thinking about the Israelites, thinking about, well, even trying to gather those people from the northern kingdom who'd been scattered years before by the Assyrians, how God still wanted to try to reach them and bring them back. And while thinking of the Jews who were carried into the Babylonian captivity, he wanted to reach them as well. He didn't want them to be lost. And can't you just in this section, can't you hear the Lord just saying that he's going to search every nook and cranny possible in order to reach any possible lost sheep, any lost soul to bring that person back into God's believing family. And that's what the Lord is still doing. That's what the Lord is still doing. 
Through us who believe in him today, what he's still doing is he's still searching every nook and cranny, trying to find those people who are lost to bring them back into his believing family. And, well, we can say the Lord's not going to leave a single stone unturned. He's going to look everywhere to reach those people. Peter said, the Apostle Peter said, the Lord is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Well, Sunday, as I mentioned, it was the last Sunday of the church year. And in the last few Sundays, in those end time Sundays, the thought that we focused on quite a bit was the fact that the Lord could return at any time and it could be judgment day, but he hasn't returned yet. And why hasn't he come back yet? It's because he still hasn't searched every nook and cranny to reach every one of those lost sheep or lambs to bring them back into or get them into God's family in the first place. He's still searching for lost sheep. He wants to work faith in their hearts, make them believing children of God and, and heirs of heaven. If you have any family members or friends or neighbors that don't know Christ or have wandered away from Christ, well, be so thankful that the Lord is still searching for those lost sheep. Be thankful for that and do all that you can to try to share Jesus with them. Do everything that you can to try to tell them about how Jesus lived and died for them and paid for all of their sins so that they could be a part of our Good Shepherd's eternal flock in heaven. But be especially thankful that our shepherd king, Jesus, our good shepherd, be especially thankful that he searched for you and found you and brought you into his believing family, made you one of his sheep and lambs, made you an heir of eternal life in heaven. We're so blessed because our shepherd king searched for us who were lost sheep. We were lost, but we've been found by our shepherd king, our good shepherd. And we're going to heaven because he came after us. Amen. I thought I'd share with you, oh, just the hymn Amazing Grace right now. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found was blind, but now I see. The Lord has promised
His grace has brought me safe thus far, and grace will lead me home. When we've been there ten thousand years, bright shining as the sun, we've no less days to sing God's praise than when we'd first begun. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, we thank you for searching for us and bringing us into your believing family. We pray in your name. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.